0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. Happy August to you. Today is Saturday, August the 3rd, 2019. And here's what's on my mind today. Uh, The Democratic debates. The second round of debates just happened in Detroit. And so what did I think about them? Few things. First off, um, who really came out as the leaders after the debates who came out as the front runners i have to be honest and uh, of course honest is being honest is not necessarily uh, a weakness of mine i think this race at this point and that's not to say that somebody else can't get back in it wild things can always happen they sometimes do in politics uh but this race is now down to two people and that's former vice president joe biden and that is uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren. And uh, I'm sorry uh, for you folks who are fans of Kamala Harris. Um, she pretty much showed in this last debate that she can give a punch, but she can't take one. And um, her history so far in the race, and she's done this two or three times now, that she's made a splash uh, with her opening with how she um came at joe biden in the first round of debates and shows she gets a bump in the polls she moves up in the polls but then she slips back down so i don't see where that's going to be a thing uh that she's going to be able to sustain plus She seems to have some competition now for the African-American vote from Cory Booker, who I think had a very strong debate performance this past round. However, uh, most African-Americans still support Joe Biden as the Democratic nominee. And so that's where I come from from this. Um, You know, Biden's candidacy so far has been far from perfect. I think anybody who thought he was going to go down this golden road and just smoke everybody, um, you know, blow them away with his debating. And, you know, I think they were I I, I think, uh, you know, they were maybe fooling themselves a little bit because when Biden has been on his own as a presidential candidate, he has not done that well. Uh, but I would say that eight years as the vice president of the United States has made him better. Uh, his debate performance in this latest round of debates was stronger. And most importantly, it seems that people want to see Biden and Trump. This is a general election campaign that a lot of Democrats, not those of us necessarily, who are locked into the political bubble want to see they want to see joe biden and donald trump they want that face off uh and so i think he comes with a baked in about 25 percent of democratic votes that unless something happens god forbid with his health unless if there's some really terrible gaffe or thing that he does um i i think that he's going to be the nominee Uh, I do think it's still going to be contentious. I think states are going to be split up three, four, five ways, but I still think that he remains the overwhelming favorite to come out of this, um, the winner. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, however, would seem to be the most um, present threat to Biden walking away with the nomination. I think, again, she was overall the strongest person on both debate nights Uh, hype is already building for september because if there are fewer than 10 people who are uh, going to make the debate stage and right now uh, i'm counting maybe eight are making the debate stage in september uh, or at least there's eight so far um, there still could be more and i think if there's more than 10 then there will be two nights that people are going to want to see Biden and Warren on the same stage together debating. Uh, I, I think that's you know that's kind of uh, your Super Bowl. You know the conference champions from the uh, liberal wing. Um, Warren seems to be emerging from that uh, over Bernie Sanders. Bernie has just kind of stayed level. Uh, he hasn't picked up. He hasn't dropped off. He's just kind of stayed there. So he's kind of hovering. Uh, and so, I, I see him as somebody where things could still sway his way, but, um, you know, Bernie 2020 is very much the same as Bernie 2016, and I'm not sure that, you know, that's catching, that's catching fire. He does have a very loyal base. He has a very strong base. He has a very broad base uh, in terms of number of donors. I believe he leads in terms of number of donors... Um of any of the Democratic candidates. There was a great infographic in the New York Times yesterday. If you haven't checked it out, you should that show by zip code uh which which candidates are leading in terms of number of donations by zip code. And Bernie leads nationwide by a good margin. So he still is somebody who could come up and and take it somehow, but I don't see it. But um Lauren is authentic. Uh, She, uh, again, like I said, she did the best uh, during the debates. Uh, She's obviously very knowledgeable. She's a terrific orator. And uh, I think that uh, Biden stumbles, or frankly, not even if Biden stumbles, but if she, you know, does very well in the next debate, uh, outclasses him and wins. Uh, I think that we make a lot of people, um, I don't know if it's so much going to be Biden supporters as it's going to be supporters of other candidates, of a Harris, of a Booker, um, you know, uh, who who decide that, you know, of a Bernie Sanders even, who say that they want to go with Warren, um, you know, because they they perceive her to be the more electable in the uh, in the nomination phase and then of course warren against trump would not be a bad um would not be a bad uh record he would not be a bad uh, confrontation either and it's a shame that we're talking about this in terms of athletics or you know it's like we're uh, handicapping the old wwf uh, king of the ring tournament uh from back in the day but uh that's exactly how how we're looking at this and that's exactly how these debates are being structured and formatted so far. So right now, I see it as being uh, Warren and Biden. Uh, who could break in? I think Bernie could still break in and take it. Um, I'm not sure that Harris can break in and take it at this point. Uh, I, I think that if she and Booker wind up beating up each other or competing you know, for the same votes, uh, the African American votes that, that still Biden has a largest plurality of, I think that could prove to be difficult for her. Um, you know, we'll see how she writes herself after September, but right now I'm not seeing her there. Uh, Booker star is going up, but I'm not sure where his ceiling is. Uh, Julian Castro, I think did very well, but, um, You know, I've said of Castro for ever since he got into the race if you want a younger version of the Joe Biden story, um, this is Julian Castro. And uh, I've been very impressed by him. He has been on my short list of people to support uh, from the get go. Um, And I think people are really overlooking a very talented man, a very smart man, a very capable man. And, you know, part of me has to wonder, is it only because he has brown skin? Uh, because uh, if he were Beto, uh, if Beto were Castro, and Beto is definitely not Castro, uh, I would wonder if, uh, if he wouldn't be up amongst the top couple. Um, Beto and Pete Buttigieg, I, I, I think it's easier for Pete to rise. Uh, I think Pete kind of evaded this at the last debate. He had some very strong uh, comments at the first night of the debate about that, you know, we're not running for president of the Democratic National Committee. uh, That, you know, we have to be unified as Democrats, because whether a moderate or a liberal gets nominated, Trump is still going to call them a socialist. Uh, he really rose above it, but I think uh, when you saw uh, Bill de Blasio's uh, performance the second night, well, Bill de Blasio is just a, a bad candidate. I, I have no idea why he's running. Um, you know, you see the limitations of mayors. You know, mayors, it's very hard for them to speak from a national perspective, much less a global perspective, Um you know i i think pete's going to be a, a major figure in democratic politics i i frankly see him as president one day uh but i'm not sure that it's 2020 i i think more 2024 2028 um you know and beyond i mean imagine 2028 uh pete Buttigieg versus alexandria ocasio-cortez for the democratic nomination that 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 could be something um You know, so I I don't see him going back. Beto, I really think Beto is so amazingly popular in Texas. Uh, He should go back and run for the Senate. Uh, That is his home. That is his calling. Uh, He didn't do poorly in this debate. In fact, he did okay. Um, He did fine. Uh, He didn't stand out. Um, The same thing I'm going to say for my personal favorite candidate, Amy Klobuchar. Uh, She just qualified for the uh, next round of debate, September and October. Uh, She has been very consistent with her message of, you know, we need solutions that are going to work for all Americans, uh, not just those who are left of center. Um, And she's also taken the more civil route of, you know, criticizing uh, policies uh, of the more liberal wing of the Democratic Party, but not the people and not the motivations. And, um, you know, so far that message has gotten drowned out. So perhaps a smaller debate stage will help her. Uh, Who I think is a fascinating candidate who is coming up on the outside is Andrew Yang. Uh, he's now, I think, sixth or seventh in national polls. So that has to be coming from somewhere. Um, and, and you know, I, I thought his debate performance was extremely disciplined, very structured, um, very much, you know, he just came back to, I'm the guy who could beat Trump. I'm the, I'm the logical uh, counterweight to Trump. And and frankly, I I think he would be an excellent debater, but without without much of a political base um, and and uh, I think he still lacks a little bit of it factor. I mean, I don't think any candidate in the Democratic field has celebrity factor, uh, has that factor that Obama had, uh, has that factor that Trump had. Uh, I don't think any field and I don't think any candidate in this field has that. But he's he's the one who's most likely to cultivate it. Um, I think who could have had it was Stacey Abrams had she decided to run. But, um, you know, I I think she remains a potential vice president and waiting. And, uh, you know, we'll see about Mr. Yang. Of the others, um, I liked um, Steve Bullock the governor of Montana. Um, he had a lot of pragmatic um, solutions, had a lot of, spoke from a lot of experience about running in a, in a uh, red state and winning twice. Uh, it occurred to me that if he were the candidate, if he were running in say 1992 or 2004, Uh, He probably would be a front runner. Uh, In fact, he probably with his campaign theme, if he was running the 2004 race, yeah, he would have, he would have beat John Kerry. But um, I don't think that uh, I don't think the time is right for him. I I see him as maybe somebody who could be a cabinet secretary, something of that nature. But, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it. I think this is an amazingly talented and uh, certainly diverse and certainly capable field of candidates. Uh, You can easily go 10 down in this list and say this person would be a really good president. Um, But, you know, as Highlander says, as Highlander teaches us, uh, there can only be one. And right now, who that one is going to be, uh, I think, is between Vice President Biden and Senator Warren. I don't, it's not for me to say who should drop out, you know, or it's not for me to say, you know, you need to go. John Delaney, you need to go. Um, Yeah, I get it. You know, people get on Facebook and they get their computer muscles and they're like, I'm going to be a principal Democrat and I'm going to say, These people need to drop out. Um, You know, go home with that. Um, You know, go lick some stamps and mail some envelopes because that's what you need to be doing instead of getting your bravado on Facebook. You need to be doing some work. Um, So I I think that, you know, this is going to be a self selecting mechanism, right? So the uh, threshold for candidates. Uh, is 130,000 unique donors. I think at least 400 from at least 20 states. And um, at least 2% in four national polls over a certain time period. And I believe right now there are, I, I know right now, I think there's seven. I may be wrong, there may be eight. But I know Biden, Warren, Harris, Buttigieg, Sanders have all qualified Uh, I know that Andrew Yang said on CNN that he was going to be close to qualifying. He just needed to meet the uh, polling threshold, but he expected to do that this coming week. I know Amy Klobuchar qualified. So there's going to be at least seven on the stage. So that's going to guarantee one night. Again, if you go to the New York Times site and look up that interactive map of the Democratic candidates' donations by zip code, you will also see... Information as to how many unique donors each candidate had as of the last reporting deadline. So, of course, those numbers have changed, but at least you see from the last deadline, and you will see that again, using the example of a John Delaney, and that guy's been running for president for two years. But I think he only has like 9,000 or 13, or no, he doesn't have uh, 9,000. He needed to have at least uh, 60,000 or 65,000. But I think he only has like 80,000 unique donors. So for him to get, you know, 50,000 more in 30 days, I mean, that's 1,600, 1,700 new people have to make that decision. Somewhere in the U.S. That's that's kind of a that's kind of a a, a tall order at this point. So uh, we shall see uh, how many people make it. But I do hope that you know we, we don't make it a a two night extravaganza. That somehow it it be uh, it be one it be one night this time. So those are my thoughts on how the debates went. Um, you know. Always happy if you want to uh, comment on the webpage or comment on the blog and uh, let me know what you thought, uh, how the debates went. And uh, with that, uh, tomorrow we'll go, we'll uh, come a little bit closer to home and uh, talk about some more local yokel stuff in Maryland and maybe even in the home County of this great podcast production, uh, Howard County. So with that, This is Bill Woodcock. You have been listening to Forward Maryland, and thank you for listening to today's show. Have a terrific day. Take care.